Hi, and welcome back to another episode on the Igniting Consciousness podcast. We're continuing on with our series of practicing natural hygiene. And we've started with eating your species-specific diet, and now we're continuing on with making sure that you know what it means to have sufficient nutrition. So now that we've talked a lot about having a species-specific diet, and that including fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, and herbs, and how consuming those types of foods are also in coming into play as far as creating balance, regeneration, providing energy for the body to allowing all the body to have its functions to cleanse and clear and detoxify. And we talked about basics of chemistry. We talked about there's two basic sides of chemistry. You've got, well, bases, which are alkaline. And then we also have acids, which are more of the lower pH scale. Looking at that on the pH scale, zero to 14, the higher from seven to 14 is more alkaline and below that is more acidic. And a lot of diseases and conditions and issues that people are being presented with and experiencing are because of having too much acids in the body. Or acid ash is what we talk about, meaning that certain foods that we're consuming are creating acids once the body tries to break it down. And then now the body not only breaks down that food that then produces acids in the body. And then now the body has to also react to the acids because the acids are wreaking havoc. It's breaking down tissue. It's causing the liver to work really hard. It's causing the kidneys to get backed up. Lymphatic issues galore, which is a lot of what people have is lymphatic issues. I'll talk a little bit about that in this episode here. Um, but now that you know that I also talked about, and I kind of talked about it, I missed one when I talked about the five main things that have been like this interruption of us being able to eat and consume proper nutrition for being humans on this planet. First thing being, we started cooking our foods. We love the fact that there was fire. We were able to introduce fire and provide warmth and comfort and let alone all the traditions that are created around the fire. But then we started using fire to cook our foods and then heat. And then you see how it translated into the stove and ovens, etc. Whenever we cook our foods, it is taking energy from it because it is breaking it down. It creates sort of a enzymatic reaction, meaning it's starting to break down things and it's breaking down the nutrients of even if you're eating a vegetable, when you cook your vegetables, it's breaking the vegetables down and now they're not having, you can tell the difference that the vegetables don't maintain their same color. I used to always make fun of, and I still make fun of my mother-in-law all the time because she likes to cook her broccoli and her Brussels sprouts and all these green vegetables down to mush. And I'm like, you're creating baby food that is not even full of nutrients in this case because she likes it better that way. And she adds all these spices and granted, she's an amazing cook, but knowing what we know, like the color, the vibrance of the fruits and the vegetables, in this case, vegetables is letting you know how many flavonoids and phytochemicals and minerals and nutrients and amino acids and all these other wonderful building blocks that are inside of those vegetables that then are depleted or taken away whenever we cook our foods. Another thing that has been a fall to us being able to have proper nutrition, so cooked foods was first, and then was consuming animal products, okay? Animal products, that's including milk, dairy, yogurts, all of these other things, of course, animal meat, animal insides and intestines and stuff like that those create what we call an acid ash. They are acid going into the body. First of all, it's not alive. It's not live food whenever we're consuming them. So that's absolutely not life giving because life gives life, energy provides energy. And in this case, 
animals are dead in order for us to consume their meat or consume any other organ parts or anything we're consuming of them. Okay. Maybe they're not dead in order for us to get their milk, but the milk that creates the dairies, you know, the yogurts and everything else, that is only good for the animal that it, like the offspring of that particular animal. I talked a lot about that in the last episode, but what that does in the body is the body has to work differently. It's mucus forming, it's acid forming. The body has to do all these other inflammatory things to break that down and try to help the body. So it's not giving you energy. It's actually pulling energy from you. And especially with animal meat and animal organs, it creates an acid ash meaning that once it's actually broken down in the body, it actually provides, it makes acids in the body, which means that now the body has to then again react to try to put out the fire, to put out the acids, because it's not supposed to have acidity floating through the lymphatic system. And it's not supposed to be anywhere in the body other than in the stomach where it's really acidic and the pH is a lot lower because that's where it breaks things down. I'll talk a little bit more as we're here. With an acid ash, I talked a little bit about how the cells in your body, every cell, which we are composed of 700 trillion cells, lots of cells in the body because cells come together to create tissues, tissues come together to create organs, organs create organ systems, systems create a human body, right? So all the cells in the body also have to poop and pee. Okay. And so when they poop and pee, they are that their, their waste product goes into your lymphatic system. Lymphatic system is something that nobody knows a lot about, except for those in the natural hygiene world, raw foodists, naturopathic doctors, chiropractors like myself and my husband, those of us that follow more of a natural hygiene and and consume more raw fruits, vegetables, and foods and maintain a lifestyle like that. So these acid ashes and all the cells that have to digest their waste products go into the lymphatic system. The lymphatic system, you know, all your lymph nodes, you have them all around your neck, around your ear, or behind your head. You have lymph nodes all over the body. In fact, a lot of people have to have lymph nodes removed because they become calcified. They become hard. And then even as a woman, we're supposed to do self-breast exams. And even as a man, you're supposed to do self-prostate exams, etc., because you want to make sure that you don't have these glandular hardened calcifications forming in different areas around the body. Well, it's those lymph nodes, which are part of the lymphatic system. Lymph nodes are like the trash receptacles and the sewage system that holds all the waste byproducts from all of your cells pooping and peeing. Why am I talking about that? Because cells are what are allowing you to absorb vital minerals and nutrients and all the things that you want in order to maintain and provide energy for your body when you're consuming foods. Well, what happens whenever you're eating animal products in particular, the the cells will eat them up. And then what the cells byproduct is, is it, it turns acidic. And so the acid waste goes into the lymph nodes where the lymph nodes are now holding on to this and they have acid byproducts and waste products in there. And the lymph nodes are starting to fill up. And sometimes they start filling up because they have too much acid. They get backed up and they're not able to break down. It's like the trash receptacles or the garbage disposal is not able to break it down or it hasn't been released. We haven't been giving ourselves opportunities to flush the garbage disposal or flush through that in order for it to not get backed up and not order in order for it to break down to then try to alkalize it as much as it can. But these reactions are happening in the body all the time, every second, every millisecond of every day, every hour. You see how I'm going. 
So from there, the lymph nodes then drain through the lymphatic system and they all ultimately go into the kidneys. And if the kidneys are backed up, we know so many people that have kidney issues, the kidneys are not able to filter, filter through that because there's acids. You hear about kidney stones, gallstones, liver stones, all of these other organs in our body, which are responsible for filtering, like the liver also filters and cleanses and then also absorbs things that needs to. Same thing with the kidneys, but the lymphatic system particularly goes into the kidneys. And then from there, if you're filtering properly, you would be able to urinate it out. And then also you can eliminate through obviously fecal matter or poop, right? And whenever those get backed up, I talked about it in the last episode, I talked about the four main um, break, uh, breakdown of the digestive system of digesting, assimilating, or absorbing, utilizing, and then eliminating. And if you're not eliminating properly, you're not utilizing properly, you're not absorbing properly, and you're not digesting properly, then all these systems get backed up. And then we start to see a bunch of symptoms and ill health happening and dis-ease, not having ease in the body. So just briefly talking about the lymphatic system, it's so important for us to have sufficient nutrients so that way we can make sure the lymphatic system is flushing through. You're flushing your garbage disposal when things are filtering and doing what they need to do. You're utilizing, eliminating, and absorbing all the nutrients that you need, but eliminating all those that you don't. And then also breaking down all the acids, eliminating the acids out of the body. But we know that that's a problem for a lot of people because we're eating a lot of cooked foods. We're eating a lot of animal products. The other is grains. We're not supposed to be consuming grains like the way we do, let alone it's now genetically modified in mass production and everything else. But grains also will end up, it's harder for the body to break it down. We're not cows, we're not horses, we're not, <laughs> our stomachs and our digestive tracts are not created the same way to be able to eat all these grains that we're eating and to really try to draw the nutrients from it like we think and have been led to believe that it's providing for us. We talk about carbohydrates, Starches are good, but not having too much of the starches, let alone, as I talked about the recipe for disaster, is having animal meat and the potatoes together. The potatoes aren't a problem. For animal meat, that's more of a problem. But if you have these in combination, it is harder for the potatoes to break down, let alone you're cooking them. So they're taking away the nutrients, right? You see how this is all coming into play? And it takes longer to break down those starches and try to pull the energy or the glucose from them or the carbohydrates that we would be able to utilize from it. And then it takes longer to go through the digestive tract. And if it's not moving right, because we're not absorbing, we're not utilizing, or we're not eliminating at a fast enough pace in our body, it starts to ferment let alone if you have animal meat backed behind it, which again, our digestive tract has worked so hard to break down what we want. We think we need the proteins or the amino acids from that animal meat. It is so hard to break it down. It creates acids inside the body in the process of it breaking down. As you now know, the cells are then eliminating and creating acid waste products that the body has to work hard to eliminate. And then that, if once it goes so slow, because your lot of people are backed up, literally backed up with poop, and it gets backed up, not just in your colon, it gets backed up further and everything, and things get caked and clogged, etc. but it putrefies in your body. And that's that stench, and it's that death, and it's just death going in, it's death inside the body, and you can see it's just nasty as I'm talking about it. So anyway, grains are another, another issue that we've come across. And then processed foods. So anything inside of a box, anything that does, you can't just pluck from the ground, pull from a tree, or you can't just grow. 
Those are all processed, meaning they have all these chemicals and all this other nonsense on their preservatives that are trying to sustain and make that food last longer to help the starving and help the hungry, etc. We need to get back to eating true, sufficient nutrients and processed foods with all these chemicals and colors and dyes and additives, etc. Might make it look good. Might be able to store it forever, but it is absolutely problematic when the body provides and does not provide sufficient nutrients. It, again, is creating acids inside of the body, and let alone you have to cook it, and you see how it's hitting all these things that I'm saying that we want to avoid as much as possible. And then the fifth thing is chemical foods with pesticides. Like on our nutrient foods, the things that we pluck from the earth or we pull from the trees or whatever it is, we've got pesticides and herbicides and all these sides and awful chemicals that are placed on them. So it's so important for us to get organic whenever we can, especially those that you're going to eat with the skin on it. So get organic when we can, and then definitely wash your fruits and vegetables with a wash scrub, or you can use vinegar and lemon and do like a lemon vinegar scrub with those or rinse it with good alkaline, clean water. There's also other things out there that you can use as far as like rags that you can take off like the extra dirt or something else like that. So I want to review on that again, just before we go even further is that the five main things that have gotten in the way of us being able to really utilize foods for the energy that we were designed is cooked foods, animal products, grains, processed foods, and chemically ridden foods. So once you start eliminating that in your diet alone, you're going to be able to see, I mean, leaps and bounds of changes as far as your health and your body's ability to regenerate, to heal, detoxify, and cleanse. So sufficient nutrition. I want to talk about this in relation to the energy of foods, okay? Not just the energy that it provides for you, but the energy that it gives off, okay? So the energy that it provides from you, let's just first start with the basics. When it comes to fruits, Fruits are like the brain and nerve foods, okay? They, um, as well as the cleaners of tissue. So fruits are, when I say cleaners of tissue, meaning they help detoxify and cleanse. They're um, full of phytochemicals of plant-based amino acids, which just eating plants alone, you're going to get the sufficient amount of protein, which really it's proteins, building blocks, amino acids are what we use to build up in our body. Okay. Like we build things that are like mineral, the minerals, amino acids that build things up in the body. Okay. So let's get into vegetables. Vegetables are the builders and they're suited for muscle and skeletal tissue to build up your muscles, to build up your skeletal tissue. You get those amino acids from those vegetables. And you also get some from the fruits as well. I talked about phytochemicals, phytochemicals, meaning plant-based and phyto meaning light. So phytochemicals, these are the good chemicals, the, um, they're alkaline. Um, they're also astringents. Okay. Like the, uh, them acting as an astringent, meaning like pulling and drawing out toxins, how they naturally cleanse as you're eating. And they're also providing, um, antioxidants for the body as well. So phytochemicals, the main ones is like the, uh, their astringent qualities and their antioxidant qualities, which are all about building up your body because our body's in a constant state. Our bodies are always detoxing. They're always regenerating. It's amazing. The body does it all on its own. And it's our job to just provide the energy in order for it to be able to continue doing what it already does on its own and not get in the way of doing it. And the problem is we're getting in the way of doing it. Okay. So fruits are for brain. They're like the brain and nerve foods, as well as the cleaners of tissues. Vegetables are the builders that are suited for muscles and skeletal tissues. Nuts and seeds are like the structural and strengtheners of the body. And in fact, uh, strengtheners for the body as a whole. Okay. So 
eating nuts and seeds, again, natural raw nuts and seeds. And when you're consuming nuts and seeds, especially when you're in the raw food, because you're eating raw, the raw food movement, it, eating too much of them can also be really hard for the body to break down. So it's important to soak your nuts and seeds. And speaking of soaking, when you're soaking, um, certain seeds so that way they can be sprouted. Sprouts are so life-giving. They're so full of antioxidants and so full of these wonderful nutrients that are very, um, very hard to get, especially because of the mineral depletions that we have in our soils nowadays because of the inappropriate agricultural and farming that we're doing, even with our good foods, fruits, and vegetables, and, and we're getting in the way the farming practices are messing with it. It's it's really drawing from the minerals in our soils, and we're having to recreate because we're doing it too fast. We're not we're not giving the enough time for the um, actual soil to be aerated and oxygenated for the appropriate um, bacteria to come in and do their job. And I say bacteria because there's good and bad bacteria. If you didn't know that, now you do. There's good and bad bacteria. But for bacteria to come in and replenish the soil, provide more life and earth and minerals to it, and then planting in the soil. So again, that's a whole other concept to think about. But So there are some times that we might need to supplement with some other minerals and stuff. But for the most part, as we cleanse and clear our bodies, we, we, we knock out those top five things that have gotten in the way of us really being able to consume the proper amount of sufficient nutrients. And then we're eating more life-giving fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds, and allowing our body to replenish, regenerate, restore, and then heal. And it's life-giving, providing vitality which now moving further into, I talked about, so the energy that those are providing for functionality and regeneration in the body, but then also the energy that those fruits give off, that those vegetables give off. Okay, just for information. So their electromagnetic energy is measured in the body in the form of angstroms, A-N-G-S-T-R-O-M-S, angstroms. And as a human being, as a homo sapien human being, we require 6,000 to 7,000 angstroms of energy just to have life at all times, to be happy and let alone to have vitality, okay? In fact, it's shown that whenever we get down into levels, I think it's like 4,500, Okay, so like I said, 6,000 to 7,000 is the amount that we need just to have to be happy and have vitality. Like we require that as homo sapiens. And when it gets down to 4,500, that's where cancers start developing. Okay, and it's really crazy that if we can just start changing the way that we eat for the life-giving, for the energy that these fruits, vegetables, and proper nutritional foods in our body can provide for us, then we can heal our bodies from cancers, okay? So let me just give you some examples of some of these um, amounts of these life-giving amounts that the foods provide. So energy of healthy foods. So fresh raw fruits provide 8,000 to 10,000 angstroms. So we, like, we can consume 8,000 to 10,000 angstroms of energy, of electromagnetic energy, which the electromagnetic energy of the body is what we need for regeneration and for vitality, okay? Vegetables, can fresh and raw vegetables can give you 8,000 to 9,000. Now, mind you, if you start cooking it, that's going to take away the energy because it's taking away the nutrients, right? Which means it's taking away its energy. And you see the energy change when the coloration of it changes. Um, vegetables cooked, here we go. So fresh raw vegetables give you 8,000 to 9,000. And cooked vegetables, the energy that it provides goes down to 4,000 to 6,500. Okay, and here's some examples of 
the energy of toxic foods like milk, especially when I talked about pasteurization of milk, 2,000 angstroms. Cheese, 1,800 angstroms. Refined white flour, 1,500 angstroms. Cooked meats, you wanna know how much energy? Zero. Zero angstroms. Providing you no energy. It might be providing you with other chemicals like the endorphins, which is why, well, I'll go on a little tangent here, which is why a lot of vegans, they end up, um, they end up going back because they, they aren't doing veganism the right way. They're not really consuming more raw, fresh fruits and vegetables. They're going and doing what I call dirty vegan, where they're eating all these other processed, trying to recreate the, the pizza doughs, trying to recreate all the, um, the breads, the pastas, the this and the that, and doing it all with these processed types of flours and foods to recreate the foods that they think that they want, that they're addicted to. And I get it, and I'm talking to you, I'm telling you this with love, but because you don't have to go to animal products. And a lot of times these, so finishing my story, a lot of times these type of vegans, they end up going back to eating animal products and they instantly feel better. And I even had some patients in the office tell me about that after having been vegan for like seven years. And then they started eating the meat and they suddenly started feeling better. The reason why is because one, look, it's the animal meat, animal protein is not giving you any energy. It is dead tissue, dead tissue going inside the body that the body now has to break down. But what it has inside that dead tissue is the endorphins or the adrenaline hormones from when that animal was killed and then process so those adrenaline hormones get locked up into the meat, into the fats, into the tissues of that animal's body. And yes, I'm being graphic here to let you know how this happens. And whenever they die or whenever they're killed or slaughtered and then processed and turned into the meat that they put out on the meat counters and everything, those endorphins, those chemicals, those run, fight, flight, stress hormone chemicals are still inside the meat whenever you eat it which we consume and it then gives us that fight, flight, run, run, which feels like energy, okay? It gives you a type of energy, not true life-giving energy, but because of the adrenaline, that is going inside of your body and that's why you quote feel better is because you get that adrenaline surge. You get that adrenaline kick when you're eating those foods. In fact, let me go ahead and while we're here, talk a little bit more. so proteins are not used as a fuel for, by the body. They are building blocks and carriers. I'm just talking proteins in general. When proteins are broken down by digestion into amino acids, their main function becomes growth and repair of tissue. Proper proteins, which you get from vegetables, amino acids broken down. Okay. Um, let alone it can cause a genial, adrenal weakness. So meat is as meat protein is toxic to us when it's absorbed through our intestinal walls. It creates acidosis and affects the immune response and invites parasites because it's dead tissue. Okay. Dead tissue. Well, thank you to mother earth and mother nature providing parasites. Like when you have, there's dead animals on the side of the road there. Yeah. You want to get it off the middle of the road. So it's not ran over, but what it will start to break down instantaneously. That animal will start to break down. Even if you get somebody, a hunter and they kill the deer and they bring you quote, fresh venison, you have to get to that deer really quickly, let alone how far it is because it will start to decompose. Decomposition is nature's way of bringing it back into the earth, right? Decomposition starts to happen so quickly whenever, whenever there's no life left when there's no life left inside of something, it starts to decompose the smell you see bugs come around it. You'll see parasites start going in there because parasites are going to break that tissue down, 
So that's something else to think about too, is that there, it creates, um, it invites parasites whenever we're eating that stuff inside of our body. So immune responses and invites parasites. Um, so that just gives you the insight. It really sounds disgusting as I describe it, but it's the truth of the matter with this. The, the research goes on on how this is, is that many acids are created during digestion and the metabolizing of proteins, which include uric acid, gout, people getting gout, right? And then you want to avoid red meat. Well, here's why, because there's acidity building up into the body. Phosphoric acid and sulfuric acid. These acids are irritating and inflammatory to tissues. They also stimulate nerve responses leading to hyperactivity of tissues, making, making it work too hard. I've talked about this, but this is just an even more succinct way of talking about it. So I got off on a bit of a tangent right there, talking about the electromagnetic energy of foods, which is zero when it comes to cooked meats, okay? So the human body, like I said, we require 6,000 to 7,000. The average human has about 6,500. That's the average amount of angstroms. Cancer patients, generally about 4,875. So like I said, around 4,500 is whenever we see uh, cancers developing in the body. So you can change your life by consuming sufficient nutrients. Start putting the right things inside of your body. Allow your body to heal, to regenerate. Stop with the dis ease to allow your body to heal to express and be happy healthy and vital so all of that said it's amazing even fruits and vegetables that are frozen when fresh can resume the same level of their electromagnetic energy when they're defrosted actually refrigerated foods will slowly deteriorate over time which makes sense because we know it's like the expiration date the expiration date is also letting us know whenever the energy is going down in the foods when it's not giving us that high vibrational life-giving energy as it can, as it starts to break down over time. So it all makes sense, right? So here's another thing that happens in the body. There's something that called it's called biological transmutation, which is not well understood in uh, mainstream whatsoever. But basically, it's when the body transforms one energy form into another form. Something else to recognize is that the body is so smart in its design on how it will utilize when we give it its proper nutrients, we give it its proper life-giving, bright colored, ripe fruits and ripe vegetables to be able to utilize it for its minerals, antioxidants, phytochemicals, vitamins, etc. right? And the body is able to utilize that as a whole. So we're so used to in mainstream of being like, oh, I'm low in magnesium, I'm low in this. And a lot magnesium is something that's really low in a lot of people, a lot of deficiencies, but things don't work alone. They work together. Vitamin D, calcium, magnesium, all these minerals and vitamins and nutrients, they're supposed to be working together. Just like whenever you take care of your body, if you're just solidifying and looking at one thing, like that's the main thing that does with mainstream medicine, it drives me nuts, is that we focus in on one thing that's wrong. You have a heart condition and that's the only thing that's wrong. Irony is that you end up having pneumonia and lung issues too, congestive heart failure leading to lung and heart issues because everything is connected, let alone the uh, flow of the bodily, um, of the blood system, et cetera, right? The body is whole. WH whole and but also holistic as the way we need to look at it. So we have to be very holistic when we're consuming our nutrients and trying to get our vitamins and our minerals and everything. If we just zoom in and you just start taking supplements on one thing, sure that can help you for a while and it could also maybe resolve your symptoms. But the moment that you stop taking it, if you don't change anything else, the moment you stop taking that supplement, issues are going to come back. 
because that's not fixing the problem. It's all good as long as you're consuming enough of that one particular supplement. But the moment you stop doing it, it doesn't help you anymore. Things will start to come back. Your symptoms, your issues will come back. So we need to go back and think about it as everything works symbiotically together to create homeostasis, to create a holistic system that works together. So zooming on on one thing and not reversing back and looking at it as a whole is very important, even with the foods that we're consuming, right? Because even when I talk about, say, magnesium and, and proteins from the vegetables and your calcium from your dark leafy greens, they not only have those nutrients, they have many other nutrients that work together and they do this biological transmutation to up-level where it needs to up-level, to cleanse out where it needs to cleanse out, to communicate and do all of its function as a holistic, whole, sufficient, nutrient-dense food. So I want you to think about that. We know that in relation to our body, of how our body heals, we want to think about the same thing of eating whole foods, fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds that not only have one nutrient or one mineral or one vitamin in there of what it's providing for you, it has many symbiotic and constituents, constituents that come together to create energy, to create life, to bring you health, life, vitality, cleansing, healing, regeneration. So... Goodness, I hope this is helpful for you because I get so excited talking to people about this because my life has been transformed. I've gone through many different types of diets personally from paleo, which was great because when I talk about the top five things, at least whenever you go paleo, you're cutting out processed foods, you're cutting out chemical foods, um, and you're cutting out a lot of animal products. They still now you still do animal products and they still do grains like sweet potatoes and stuff like that and you do cooked foods but cutting out two of the five was a big deal same thing with the keto movement you're not only eating so you're and you're getting all like organic grass-fed grass-finished uh foods so animal products and i'm talking keto and of course they still did dairy which is an animal product so that's a problem um and you're still cooking your food so you still had cooked foods you still were consuming animal products and um a little bit of, and then a very low amount of maybe grains, very small though, if, if any at all, but you still have, um, and then you're cutting out the processed positive and since you're cutting out processed foods and you're cutting out the chemically ridden foods. So again, three of the five. So for a lot of people, those types of diets can be, very, be helpful. It can help them with their symptoms and be absolutely life-changing. So I'm not completely touting it, but I'm saying been there, done that, and I get it. And it helped change my life a lot, cutting gluten and dairy out of my life now over 11 years ago. Like I said, going paleo and then going keto. And then now being raw food vegan and then also gluten-free because I don't want all those grains inside of my body that are not totally life-giving. And in fact, they make my body, it's harder for my body to break it down. I can still enjoy sweet potatoes and this and that. I can talk to you another episode about the types of foods that I consume if you'd like to hear it. But that all being said, I'm giving you this from this perspective. But if you consume sufficient nutrition, which don't even put a label on it, but by you eating raw fruits and vegetables, minimally amount of cooked stuff, instead of cooking it, why not steaming your vegetables so it still maintains all of its phytochemicals and everything like that, then now you, you don't have cooked foods. You're not having animal products. You're not eating a bunch of grains. You're not having processed foods. You're not having chemically ridden foods. You will build up your energy. Those foods will provide you energy. You'll be in a place of being able to be happy, healthy, whole, regenerative. It's going to help detoxify and cleanse your body at a whole nother level. And you will no doubt absolutely notice a difference in your body. Just go a week 
of cutting out those five things that I talked about, a week of that and just consuming these fruits and vegetables and nuts and seeds. And you tell me, how life-changing can it be for you? It's gonna take time, it's gonna take work, it takes changing your mindset, which is why I do these episodes because this is what it's all about, igniting your consciousness to give you truthful information, to give you health-giving information so that way you can help change and regenerate your body which will help you ascend and being able to just have vitality at its utmost and highest and for you to be the super conscious creator that you are and to be able to love life full of vigor and full of vitality. I love you all. Please leave comments. Please let me know what, what else you'd like to hear. And if I ever want to share this with anybody, that'd be awesome. I'd absolutely appreciate it because this information needs to get out there. You can heal yourself. Your body is on your side. I love you all.